Hi. Hey. <laughs> How are you, Jessica? I'm doing so good. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. I'm excited to be here today. Thank you for taking the time to have this conversation with us and get naked with us. Of course. Thanks for having me. <laughs> so let's just start off by telling the audience or enlightening the audience of who you are. Who is Jessica Franklin? So Jessica Franklin is a college student at Loyola University, New Orleans. She just finished her freshman year. And I am also the former Miss Houston Teen USA 2021. Ah. Um, ah, <laughs> I like look at it and I still look at some of my pictures and I'm like, whoa, like that was me. That's <laughs> me. I love it. It's so funny. People would be like, oh my gosh, there's Miss Houston Teen. They'd be like, where is she? Like, I <laughs> but it was me. Oh my um, God. But yeah, I'm just a student who happened to get a crown, which was really crazy, but I feel like that's just about oh, it. Oh yeah. Oh my gosh. That is, that is not just about it. And that's what I'm here for. So, you know, we don't, that's the thing. That's what we do. We don't give ourselves enough credit, you know, um, where it's, it's deserved. And I think after reading about you in this absolutely stunning cover, by the way, I have to show that because, oh my gosh. This is what you're talking about when you say you look at it and you're like, wait, what? I, I won a crown. I'm, I'm on the Miss Houston magazine. It's uh, nuts. <laughs> but this isn't, you know, this has been a part of your journey. But what you speak about in this article is, um, you know, that's the, the idea of pageantry being perfection is not what, what got you the crown. I'm going to actually read exactly what you said, because I think... Um, this was really powerful. So I kind of want you to touch on this. Um, I have been honest with my story and now I have become who I am. Perfection didn't get me to where I am today. Authenticity did. Um, and I really love that because I think we do have a misconception about how things, you know, have to be perfect for you to win a crown in pageantry. And it, that's not at all what it is. And you actually even said that there was um, a time during that pageant weekend where you had shared your story of bullying and security, finding confidence in who you were created to be and finding your purpose um, with another pageant girl and how you had connected through that. So I want you to kind of speak on that. Um, if you don't mind, tell us a little bit about those experiences and how they cultivated you into um, the person you have become today. Yeah. So um, when I really started struggling was in high school, actually, it was my freshman year and I had put a lot of my identity into who I was as an athlete because I was pretty good. And <laughs> I, you know, I put everything into it. So when people called my name, they were like, oh yeah, the girl that always has like the medals, she did gymnastics, track, volleyball. She did everything. And so when I got to high school, I started struggling because I started experiencing some serious mean girl bullying. Um, some of the girls were just, I mean, it was pretty horrific. Um, volleyball was Sheesh. considered, I, I joked around and called it a cult, but I wasn't kidding. Um, the people who were the oldest were considered like, the people on top and I was a freshman so I was on the bottom 
And I'm not really a person to just kind of allow disrespect um, in my life. And there are a lot of times where I had been disrespected um, by the seniors and I didn't stand for it. And so because I didn't allow it, um, I stood alone and people stopped cheering for me. Um, and it started to mess with my mental health because it's like, well, nobody likes you on the team. And so my identity, I felt like it was kind of lost because I was like, okay, like it affected my performance. So I was no longer deemed the sporty girl or the girl who was always winning. Um, so after that, I felt like I had lost a lot of friends, um, and it left me very bitter. So I went on and tried to do something new my sophomore year. And that was just, you know, make friends. I continued in track just because I wouldn't know what to do, um, without a sport in my life. Mm -hmm. And that was a difficult year for me as well, because I was struggling academically. I felt like I was dumb. And so, I couldn't get my grades together. I had some friends, but they ditched me. Um, they weren't really good friends. And it all just came down to the fact that I wasn't willing to do what everybody else wanted me to do. And I was willing to stand alone. And so sophomore year was also very lonely. And it was a time where I started getting made fun of for like my humor and honestly, like my personality, <laughs> which... I look back on it and I'm just like, oh my gosh, like how mean is it to go after something that somebody can't change? Mm. And that's when I came into my junior year. And that's when I started looking at pageants. Um, I still hadn't really found my identity yet. And I was still kind of like putting it into everything else except what I should have, which is who I am <laughs> as a person. Mm. Mm -hmm. And it was when I started asking my mom, hey, can I compete in a pageant? And my mom didn't know everything that was going on. I mean, she knew it was enough to where we had to get therapy because it was really, I mean, I was in depression mode um, from about my sophomore, probably until I competed in the pageant. Mm. And so um, she was like, mm, no, like you can't compete because moms always know. And she was like, it's not because I don't think that you can win, but it's because I don't think you're ready to have that responsibility. And I think if you lost, like it would crush you. And of course she didn't say that to me when she said, no, she just said, no, you're not ready. And I was just like, oh my gosh, why? <laughs> like, mm -hmm. how dare you? And I just kind of moved on. And so when COVID-19 hit, it was actually probably like one of the best times for me personally, because I was given a time to rest and kind of get away from everybody because I was at the point where high school was, I mean, it was hell. Mm -hmm. um, I didn't want to go anymore. I didn't want to see anybody there. And so during that period of reflection, I started learning um, that I had I didn't really know who I was and I didn't really know about my strengths. Um, I didn't really value myself because I'd been so battered down in high school. I just felt like I was worthless. And it was in that moment and during those months where I really started to find my voice and find who I was as a person. 
And it was, it was a really great time for me. So mm. exiting out of quarantine, I was like, okay, I'm ready to join the pageant. I'm ready to do this. And that's the moment when I was able to win. And I feel like it was perfect timing because that was a time where I knew if I won, it wouldn't make my make or break my identity in a mm. sense. So if I didn't win, it was like, okay, it's not me. That's just something that's not for me. Mm. And if I won, it was like, okay, this is for me. Now it's time to like, I mean, take off. And throughout my pageant journey, it just kind of solidified my confidence in who I was because people started coming up to me and they were like, oh my gosh, like, hi, you're so funny. Like, we love you. We love your personality. And it was just a time where I was like, wait, I'm like really great. Like, <laughs> what? I love and that. like the longer I was Miss Houston teen, the more and more I became confident in who I was. And then I got to embrace a little bit more of my feminine side, which I hadn't really done. And so I started getting into like makeup and hair. And it was, it was really just perfect timing because if I had gotten into any of that earlier, I would have started putting my identity into it. And I would mm -hmm. have wondered, okay, does, does my hair look pretty or how's my makeup look? And now through this, I'm able to just be the best version of myself and embrace who I was created to be. And mm. I don't have to water myself down for anybody. And I won't do it anymore because I did it in high school. And now I, I mean, I refuse to do it in college. And I've just seen the fruits of being myself of like how beautiful it is because in college, there's so many things going on around you. I mean, there's drinking, there's like drugs. And if you don't know who you are and you don't have, you know, like a reason for not doing any of that stuff, then you can just fall in mm -hmm. and do it. And so it was honestly perfect timing. And for anybody that is willing to like, listen, I always want to share my story because I'm driven by compassion. Mm. Um, I wouldn't want anybody to experience, you know, what I experienced. And I just love sharing and telling people, you know, everything I can basically about <laughs> myself and my experience, if they're willing to give me the time, because it's just so important. And it's crazy how many people struggle with this. And mm -hmm. I mean, because of social media, obviously, I know it's cliche to say, but it, it's a big problem. And yeah. it's a big contributing factor to it mm -hmm. so I feel like that's kind of my story like in a nutshell um and yeah I love how you said you know what you were allowing at that time was not what you you know really truly deserved um or what you were not allowing was not what you deserved am I saying that right <laughs> I think you are like 
Okay. I'm like, wait, you weren't, you weren't, (laughs) yeah, you weren't allowing, you know, something that you didn't feel like you truly deserve to happen to you. So you, I love that you said allowing it to happen because it's, you have the power when you're, when you're saying that you have the power to choose what you let in, um, to your life and into your space and into your heart. Right. Um, so I love that. It's very empowering. It's, it's a very powerful thing to say. And I think, um, more people should think that way when it comes to these things. And I think where it begins is, is when you start to believe that you are enough um, of the things that you truly believe you desire and want in your life and that you desire, right? That you're enough to have those. So when you're not getting that, you're able to say, this is not what I deserve. This is not what I will allow in until you then get that from somewhere else, because this world is abundant and love is abundant. And grace is abundant and it's out there. We just have to find it. And like you said, if, if all of these dark things are presented before you and you don't know who you are, you don't have that self-awareness, there's no way for you to say no to that and yes to who you are because you don't know who you are. Right. So I love that you said that. And I think I also just want to share because I competed um, with you and Priscilla that year, and it was my first time competing in pageants. And to see you from that time to now, the way you radiate your light is, is so effortless and it's so graceful. And, and before it was, you still had that charisma, of course, I mean, everyone, everyone recognized it, but I think how you, how you showed up in it is just so much more powerful now because you can see that you believe in it. You believe in your power. And before it was there, but in you, and you believed in it, but you, you weren't embracing it as much as you could have been. And I think this journey has truly empowered that in you. And I think it's, it's so beautiful to see somebody go through that in, in the span of a year, you know, so pageantry has really, has really shaped that. So I want to ask you about that journey. And I know that, you know, it's, it's, it's a, a book that's kind of closed now and you're moving on to newer and, and brighter things. And you're going on this journey of taking what you've learned and putting it into the world. Um, but I want to talk about what you feel pageantry has done to you in, in, a, in, a, in a more personal way that you feel like more women could benefit from. Because I know it's done for me um, what I don't think I, I would be in, in the self-love department if I hadn't gone through the pageantry um, journey. So what has it done for you? I feel that pageantry has made me so secure and who I am and what I bring to the table in value that now it would take Mm. like the world burning to like me to ever question it. Wow. And I, I always tell everybody I meet, I'm like, you should do a pageant, but I always, I babysit these girls and I've been babysitting them for a few years now. And one of them tells me she wants to do a pageant and I kind of, they're like my babies. So I was like, okay, why? And she was like, <laughs> I, I know I could win. And I was like, okay, so you don't need to do a pageant. <laughs> um, yeah. I just think pageantry, while it is a phenomenal um, tool to use, 
it's a tool. And I mm-hmm. think some people I've seen it, maybe it's because I was super new to the industry and I still feel like I kind of am. Um, a lot of the girls at Miss Texas Teen were like putting their like soul into mm-hmm. it. And I was just looking around. I was like, okay, um, this is different. Like I saw one girl like behind the stage and she was like, before we got called the top 15 and I, I loved her and we were behind the stage and she was like, <sighs> like she was doing all of <laughs> and she was like, oh my God, I'm like not going to win. If I don't win, I'll like be distraught. And it's like, oh my gosh like that mm-hmm. that identity like I was saying earlier if your identity is in stuff that can be like taken away from you I think pageantry can be really dangerous mm-hmm. in that way but for me I felt like it's just secured me and like where I am and who I am and now I don't have to worry about you know being considered weird for like waving to everybody I see or smiling just because I want to smile like mm-hmm. It's something that it has made me, it's just made me so secure and I'm forever grateful to it. Um, And it's just helped me with friendships and relationships. Mm -hmm. Um, It's helped me learn how to like navigate my life and navigate just life in general. Like it's been the best thing that's ever happened to me. And I am like beyond grateful you talk a lot, um, you had spoken a lot about how you took the time um, after that phase in, in school of cultivating self-awareness and learning more about yourself and becoming who you are. So what are some things that you would ad- advise young women um, that may be struggling with that, struggling to find their worth? Um, what are some tools that they can use to realign with themselves again? I would say journal. Mm -hmm. journal and get a therapist because I therapy is not a sign that you're weak it's a sign that you're self-aware and you don't have to be like mentally struggling to have a therapist like Mm -hmm. I love my therapist I tell her about the dates I go on I tell her about me walking in the sidewalk and what I was thinking and being having someone who is cheering for you at all times and someone who's able to help you figure out you know why do you think this way and there's a pattern here you know maybe you Mm -hmm. should take some time to figure out what's the root of that problem um so like journaling helped me realize in a place where I would go back and look and read and I was like wait I let what happen and wait why is this a repeat why is this happening over and over again and so it really took a lot of reflection um and I really tell every girl I'm like you need a journal Mm -hmm. um you need to write down something that really maybe hurts you or something that made you feel really happy and get to the root of it like why does that make you happy And more and more you start to know who you are, the better and better you'll be able to navigate life because you'll know, you'll be able to pick up on it. Like sometimes I'll get really stressed out at school and it's like, oh my gosh, I need this A. It's like, wait, why do I need the A? Am Mm -hmm. I trying to do this for, you know, my future career or am I trying to validate myself and make myself say, oh my gosh, I was able to get this A. I'm really intelligent. 
Is it because, you know, like it's just trying to, it's helped me in every aspect of my life, Mm -hmm. the more where I am. And so I can stop myself in my tracks and be like, okay, wait, I need to show myself some grace. My grades don't define me because Mm -hmm. I mean, I'll flip up. Like it's not like, I'm not perfect. And so I'm like, still, I can see myself as that girl in high school where I didn't make the Dean's list, Dean's list ever. And I made it last semester in college. And so thank you. Thank you. That's amazing. Um, And so this semester, um, I had a 4.0 last semester and this semester I got a B in one of my classes and I was so stressed about this B. I mean, even my friends were like, why are you, what's the problem? Like you still have a phenomenal GPA. (laughs) So I had to step back and realize, wait, okay, I'm putting too much pressure on myself. I'm trying to be perfect and I can't. And it's okay because I did show myself some grace. And so I think I really just pray that like every young girl just is very reflective of their journey and who they are. Mm-hmm. You are enough, right? Is, is essentially the message. And I feel like journaling has also been very beneficial to me. I feel like journaling allows us to become more aware of the stories that we're constantly replaying in our heads that we've constantly either been told to believe and it's become a part of our belief system or we've implemented through relationships and experiences that we've had in in our life that maybe we needed to learn from and evolve from, but instead we're holding on to these things that have become a part of our narrative. And until you journal that or, or put those thoughts, like you said, reflections onto paper or something, where you can observe it, they all just stay in your head and it, and it doesn't help anybody, right? Because at that point, you don't, you're just not aware of what's going on inside. Um, so I love that. I love that you said that. What is it that you feel um, in your life today that girls your age or, or women in general that, you know, you've been around empowered women, you've been around insecure women, you've been around all kinds of women in this, in this industry, in this journey. Um, what is it that you feel like is the one thing that we are struggling the most with today? Honestly, I know I've said it like 5 billion times, but can't I can't say it enough. You can't I say really it enough. Um, Cause it's like, if you don't get the job, if you don't get the guy, if you don't get the crown, it's like, it doesn't water down who you are. It just Mm -hmm. means that that wasn't for you. And I just feel like we really put a lot of who we are into our accolades or our achievements or just things that can be taken away from us as women. And I think there's strength in knowing that you need nothing but yourself to achieve anything you want in this world and there's power in just being yourself because I mean you would be so surprised I mean when I got to college girls were like oh I can't wear that and I was like why oh because I don't know maybe they'll think I'm weird and I'm like what Mm -hmm. (laughs) I'm like what and so when you know who you are you just stop caring about everybody else and 
everybody's thoughts and opinions because it doesn't matter. It's just you. And when you shine, people notice it. Um, and yeah, I just think we oh, really yeah. identity as women. I agree. I agree with that. Um, what, so aside from pageantry and all of the things that have brought you to who you are today, what are you up to now? What is Jessica Franklin up to now these days? <laughs> Tell us so a little bit about that. Jessica is <laughs> going to be a college student. She will be continuing her education. Um, right now, I'm actually going to be starting a internship that I got because of a scholarship I earned from college. So I'll be having an internship for a month. And then I have um, a tech summit that I was invited to. So I'll be attending that from KPMG. I'm going to keep up with my investing and learning about options and trading because I really want to work towards having financial freedom um, by the time I'm around 26 or 27. Mm -hmm. So I'm still working on that. And I'm actually working on a project about identity. Um, <gasps> yes! Um, yay! I, I don't know what I'm going to do. I've been feeling really led to just do it. Mm -hmm. I think I'm going to go ahead and just run with it. Um, so I want to leave it for a surprise. So oh my gosh. Out, come out. Okay. So um, okay. I'm working on that and just seeing where it goes. And yeah, that's kind of okay. all that I'm doing. I love a great, intelligent, beautiful woman. And I think that's all that you are. I mean, everything you said there was just like, okay, intelligence, 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 <laughs> beauty, intelligence. Um, and I love that you're embracing all of it. You know, I love that you're embracing all of you now. What is it that you would like to tell? Um, and I know we've touched upon this a little bit here and there, but what is just a message for girls out there who may be debating on competing in a pageant, may not think they're worthy enough, they're they're beautiful enough, smart enough, whatever it, whatever lie story we may be telling ourselves um, that's holding us back. What is something that you would say to them? Yeah, there are strengths that you have that nobody else can possess. And it's crazy to say because there are billions of people in the world, but there's something in you that's so unique and so beautiful that nobody else can imitate it. So stop worrying about what you can't do because we all can't do something and failure is inevitable, mm -hmm. but start worrying about your strengths and harnessing them and strengthening them and showing yourself grace and realizing that the crown really is not the end all be all because the experience of pageantry really fortified who I was as a person. And I think the moment that young women stop trying to win the crown and start trying to really take the little nuggets that pageantry has of learning the art of interviewing and networking and meeting new people, that's the moment that you've won because mm -hmm. pageantry, it's, I mean, it, it's great and the crown is great, but it's like, it fades. Like that mm -hmm. beauty is gonna fade. The makeup is gonna wash off and the dress is gonna disintegrate. But those friendships and those relationships and those lessons that you learned from doing it, um, 
I mean, those are eternal. Mm -hmm. And so if you're scared just because you think you like aren't going to be good, then just screw it and do it. Oh my God. <laughs> I love that. Just like screw it. And Somebody needs to do it. Put that on a shirt and quote Jessica Franklin. Oh my gosh, that would be so funny. <laughs> I would wear it all around my college. We're going to do it. Oh my gosh, I love it. Um, I love that. Yes. Where can people connect with you? If they have any questions about anything or they just want to follow your journey, how can people reach out to you? So I am on Instagram. I am with the tag blessed, like a blessing, like B-L-E-S-S-E-D. Jess um, with a period and an underscore. Um, I don't really use Snapchat and I don't really use Twitter. So okay. I feel like that's, that's kind of it. Perfect. But they can anybody can dm me slide in my dms and yeah. if you have any questions i'd be more than happy to answer just one more thing i want to add in there about pageantry that i feel like i've learned um through the journey and i'm sure you can relate to this i think crystal stewart says this but pageantry is like a sport right so the more you you train in it the more you train for it you're really you're really just coming out stronger as a as an overall being in every aspect because you're training mentally, emotionally, physically. And that is what at the end of the day matters is what you're coming out of it as. What is what is pageantry spitting you out as, right? And one of one of them is going to be with a crown. You're going to be spat out with a crown on your head. But what about the rest of us, right? Like what are we taking that we learn and how are we putting that out into the world? And I think that's kind of where we all stand with that. Yeah, because um, I mean yeah the chances are so slim of yeah. like to be quite honest winning like a texas team like i didn't win but you um, did win miss congeniality i did which win i miss didn't mention how was how was that what did you learn leave us with that what is what is what was it like being miss congeniality did you see it coming how was that i actually didn't because i remember there was a little comment there was some snide comment made about me um when I came in during the like you know when you check in everybody mm -hmm. has like really cute outfits on and I already checked in and so I had like a t-shirt and a skirt on and I was just running from like Walgreens to get a hairbrush and mm -hmm. I ran into everybody downstairs and so I wasn't dressed and everybody was dressed and a girl was like oh my god like I love your look and she was like <laughs> I was like okay and so I pulled Elise aside and I was like oh my god geniality hasn't started yet and I was like I'm here to grow and do my best and I'm not worried about congeniality like honestly I literally said to her I was like screw congeniality and yeah. so when I won it I was like I don't know if they caught it on camera but I was like like I was very confused yeah because I remember just saying like I'm not worried about it but it's so funny that when I didn't care at all is when I won <laughs> and mm -hmm. so it's just it was really cool knowing that like I was able to be a light for other people during the weekend because for some girls it was super stressful mm -hmm. um 
I wasn't really that stressed. I was just like, eh, whatever. It's like fun. I was like, this is fun. Yeah. <laughs> um, and so it was actually, a, it was really funny. Like Elise and I were laughing about it because <laughs> we, both, we both were, we were like, oh yeah, congeniality hasn't started yet, girlfriend. And <laughs> It was really funny. (laughs) I love that. I love that. I'm so, I'm so happy to have seen you evolve in this and I'm so happy and excited to see all that you create in this world and do with this blessed Jess life of yours that you have going for you. And thank you again for taking the time to be here with us today, Jess. I really appreciate it. Thank you for having me. This has been fun.